Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome, Jody. Thank nice you. To, thank you for joining us on Franchise Marketing Radio. It's good to have you. I'm really excited to hear uh, your story and, and you know, for you to share what's been going on with Teriyaki Madness, and, and especially in light of what's been happening here in early 2020. With Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, as we jump in, one of, the, one of the first things I wanted to ask was just how you got started, how the brand got started, and then maybe a little of your personal story, how you got started with the brand. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Teriyaki Madness actually started back in 2003. Um, in Las Vegas. So it was two brothers and a cousin who grew up in the Seattle um, area. I went to school up there actually. And um, teriyaki is on like every corner in Seattle. It's just it's everywhere. It's like Chicago hot dogs or New York, New York pizza. So yeah. started their own and started one down in Las Vegas back in 2003. Um, our CEO got involved about um, six years ago, um, more on the kind of consulting basis and bought the company um, uh, about four years ago. So that's why we're out in Denver and our headquarters are here. Um, but yeah, we serve huge bowls of fresh ingredients. Um, everything is made to order, customizable, real simple menu. Um, and the food's delicious. That's, you know, far above what our consumers have told us is that, um, the food is amazing. And then it also happens to be healthy. So tons of benefits. Um, and we have just a real fun brand. You know, we take our food seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. Yeah. Well, that's, that is cool. And so, and your, your involvement with the brand and your, when did you join the, the brand? Uh, I joined Terracomatis about three and a half years ago. I've been in um, restaurants and franchising my whole career. My, um, I went to school at CU Boulder. Uh, my first job out of college was driving the Ostermeyer Wienermobile around the country. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. Really? <laughs> Yeah, so pretty awesome. That was kind of my launch into the uh, food industry. Uh, yeah, so I met with uh, Michael, our CEO, about three and a half years ago. And, um, you know, he had the, the right product at the right time. People are loving the chicken and the fresh quality ingredients, um, Asian concepts. Um, so really everything at the right time, right place. And I just wanted to be a part of it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we, we, you know, we talked to a lot of different food concepts and I feel like it's, it's interesting to um, not only come up with something unique and, and straightforward, but something that is healthy, but can hit a lot of the, the, um, uh, the, the, the needs that people have, right? Like if I yeah. just want a snack in the afternoon or I want a lunch or a dinner, it's flexible, right? In, in the way you eat certain foods, especially if they're healthy and you know what I mean? So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Well, our portions are so huge, we usually send people home with leftovers if you're able to stop. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, yeah. with an Italian background, and you mentioned something about C C uh, being from Boulder, or at least college, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. In Colorado, so know all about that. So that's awesome. Glad to yeah. see you. So are you, from, are you from Colorado? Or no, I'm from uh, San Francisco Bay Area originally. Oh, okay. All right, excellent. I'm in Colorado excellent. longer now, though, so, yeah. All right, cool. Well, we love it here, right? It's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. So, well, you know, given the situation that we're in, um, you know, I know you have a great brand, and thank you for sharing that background. 
Uh, tell us a little bit about what's been happening in the last month, month and a half, right? Since this lockdown and, you know, what was your, what was your approach, I guess, initially when that happened? What was the, the, the executive team's thought process? Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy times and we're kind of in our new normal now, but when this all first happened, um, you know, we saw sales take a huge dive, just like every other restaurant. Um, we were lucky enough that I don't think ours were even as, as far down as some brands, but we knew we needed to act fast. So we were doing everything we could. Um, you know, luckily we're already on um, with third-party delivery companies and our app allows for uh, the food to be delivered as well. So a lot of the technology pieces were already put into place. We just had to, you know, bump them way up and add um, curbside. And in some markets, we've even added a pop-up drive-through um, in the in the parking lot. Um, so getting really creative, and our franchisees are awesome too. They're they're coming to the table with ideas too. It's not just us, um, you know, spitting them out. Um, and then our uh, biggest one recently was um, basically we, we wanted to help. We wanted to find a way to pay it forward. Um, and, you know, with everybody home and feeling a little helpless, um, we really wanted to help feed the healthcare workers and um, first responders. And so, you know, together we came up with this idea and it was Michael, our, our CEO, who really pushed it over the line saying, you know what, we're going to match. We're going we're gonna to make this easy for everyone. So basically a customer, anyone, a company, anyone can purchase a healthcare teriyaki bar. Um, and so they pay half, we're going to match, and then we actually deliver it to the hospital or first responder of their choice. So um, it's been really amazing. We've fed almost 4,000 healthcare workers and um, responders so far. Um, the generosity has been incredible to watch some customers who either, you know, saw us through an email or um, saw a TV spot. Um, people who've, who've never even been to us thought it was really cool. And some people bought 10 teriyaki bars for a hospital. Um, wow. So it's really amazing. Um, and it's keeping our shops busy. Um, yeah. allows them to keep people employed. And that's really important right now, too. I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm totally, I mean, it's this um, experience over the last, you know, we'll call it two months or so, uh, has just been countless stories about it. But that type mm -hmm. of story is very unique. I mean, everybody's trying to give, but finding an innovative business model that, mm -hmm. I mean, let me ask you this question. Do you, do you see yourself doing these kinds of things into the future? I mean, it kind of- Absolutely. You know what yeah, I mean? We've like, been having a lot, yeah, lot of discussions um, about what is the new normal. Mm -hmm. Feel like we were lucky enough to be ahead of the curve by already having the technology in place. Yeah. So we're already like looking at what's the next big thing is voice ordering, you know, voice activated ordering the next piece. Um, what is the next piece? Because curbside is not going away anytime. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be looking at new real estate, new dining rooms, smaller dining rooms with um, better curbside options or even drive throughs or pickup windows. Um, so the convenience factor that people are now, you know, forced to use, they're going to get used to it and they're going to demand it moving forward. So that's not changing. That's right. Right. I mean, it's a push and pull between the consumer and the brand. Like, you know, it's like, well, we're going to do this and then they're going to react and you'll do this. And then I think a lot of innovation will come from it a year, two, yeah. three years from now, just because the new normal, whatever that is. Right. <laughs> right. Um, 
but it's just so cool, right? That that you're that you're doing what you're doing to help healthcare workers because that you used a really important word, and that is people feeling helpless, right? Yeah. You know, like yeah. how can I do something? How can I do something to help somebody? And who needs the most help right now? You know. Right. So that was really cool. What what other things are happening in the community just in terms of outreach? Like how did you deal with the idea that everybody is like being told you can't go anywhere, you can't go in any business? How do you communicate that? Like that let people know what's going on with your brand? Like what what was the thought process there? Uh yeah, so we um we have a pretty tight group of franchisees. It's a um I think it's it's a, one of the best groups of franchises I've ever worked with. Uh-huh. Um, so we have a daily communication with them. We have our business coaches reaching out to them um, constantly throughout the week and our um, a two-way communication. So like I said, they've been just as much involved in coming up with things like let's create a family pack or let's, you know, let's do a discounted um, item to help, um, you know, a specific group. So that's how we've been communicating mainly with our, our franchisees. And then on the consumer side, um, you know, lucky for us, again, social media is um, our brand voice and personality lends really well to social. Um, we're a little right. bit irreverent, you know, fun. Um, and so we've always used social media as one of our communication tools. Well, now everybody on earth seems to be on their phones a lot more um, and sitting home and, you know, flipping through Facebook or Instagram. And so, um, a, a really great platform for us to um, get our message out there, including our, you know, our email database. Um, so everything is digital right now. And so, um, you know, talking to people in any way we can um, to keep the brand top of mind is, is really key right now. That's really smart. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I've been experiencing being in, in your background too, you know, I have a digital marketing uh, background and things, um, but what an opportunity. To, to say mm-hmm. this is this is we need these things right we need to do more of these things right and this is an example of why right now hopefully this particular scenario won't occur um, again but we don't know uh, but right. these, isn't it great that we even have the platforms we have like yeah, oh my absolutely. goodness right so it's it's great yeah. that we get as digital marketers and folks that have been at the forefront of technology to say, yeah, here we are, we're ready. We can do this. We know what right. to do. So that's, that's great. Um, so let me ask you this. So as you mentioned franchisees, as you guys move forward, what is sort of the plan in dealing with growth and, and how do you see this all playing out from a franchise development side of things? Yeah. So we are growing quickly and we were before all this happened. So um, we have uh, 68 uh, restaurants open right now. We were slated to open about 40 to 45 in 2020. Um, obviously, that came to a pretty quick halt, to, you know, once we couldn't get um, our trainers out to these shops to help them open, and, and they were having trouble hiring people, and everything kind of went on, on pause. Well, we've got um, two shops ready to um, put it into full gear again um, starting next week. So, it is starting to loosen up. It depends on the market. It depends, um, you know, on the place. But but what's happened is we've been able to move along some of the shops who are in the construction process. A lot of those have been able to continue um, some of the pieces. And so um, I think we're going to see a pretty big explosion here um, come June and July once things do start to loosen up. Um, yeah. We're going to see that growth once again. Uh, we're, we're very sure of it. And the other piece that we've had to do is just pivot on our grand opening plan. You know, we, before we were trying to make 
a huge event to get as many people as possible, you know, creating a huge line out the door on day one. Well, we don't really want lines at the moment. Um, so we're, we're just turning everything digital, you know, different contests and ordering and all kinds of things um, going online. So thinking of digital and franchise development, we, we were uh, speaking with a, a fitness brand, several fitness brands that in one conglomerate. And they're also doing well, talking about, you know, the innovations that they're doing, preparing to continue on. Very bullish, too. I, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, we're both from the industry. We care about franchising. I really believe the change we're going through is pro own a franchise, right? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people. Is So I think that you're right. I think, I hope, I pray that, that this is all something that will lead to that that type of you know shift, but still growth for all of us, right? Right. Change absolutely. You know what I mean? I think more people will be like, well, maybe it's time to own a business versus go back to get a job, right? That's right. Um, but one of the things that this brand was doing that was interesting, and I don't know if you're thinking around these lines, but do you think the need for like a virtual discovery day, or or do you think you'll change that, or tell me what your thoughts are there? Yes, yep, we are absolutely talking about that because um, you know before we would have ten or twelve people in a room for several hours, and um, that's just probably not going to happen at least for the next year or so. So uh, we are definitely talking about virtual um, discovery days, and even you know trying to send them to the nearest uh, Taraki Madness. Uh, so they could try the food or just we can order it and have it delivered to them. Um, so we are looking at all different options on, on how to keep that going. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And it, you know, obviously, as we just said, the need for digital, you know, being digital is obviously very important right now. And yeah. I don't know how this will change things in the future, but thank God we have these options. Right. Right. Can't imagine this was 20 years ago. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I think that all the time. I'm like, my goodness, I'm glad it happened now. Uh, but anyway, so that's great. So going back, shifting back to the community a little bit, um, the franchisees are obviously a big, a big, uh, a big part of this. Um, wh what other uh, stories, if any, can you share about just the reach out that is occurring? We, uh, we had one brand that was talking about uh, how they had extra supplies, right? Restaurant, extra supplies, and they were, they were reaching out to folks on Facebook to let them know, hey, local folks, it was a franchisee, uh, local folks, just to let them know they had surpluses of things that might come in handy. Is any of that happening for you guys or any other stories that you wanted to share? Yeah, I mean, we've had, um, I'd say, you know, thankfully, most of our franchisees have had to lay off very few people um, because we've been keeping them busy. And so, um, we've had some franchisees go as far as when the dining rooms, you know, are completely shut down for uh, guests. We've had them say, okay, this is a great time to remodel. I'm going to pay my employees to paint my shop um, or, you know, fix up the floors or, or do some work around the shop um, just to keep them employed. And that goes a long way too for the, you know, not just that person, but the, the whole community of, you know, one less person on, on unemployment. Right. Um, I've heard lots of great stories like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, what can you do, right? You put your employees right. first, you reach out to the community, and you stay involved. You stay engaged. Exactly. And so if you were to share one final tip, right, with the audience, and, and maybe some of your colleagues in the marketing field, or maybe 
other business owners uh, that are in similar spaces, right, and have similar communities they're serving, what would be the one thing you might share that you've kind of come, it's an aha moment or just a tip or tips that it would help them uh, in marketing or, or for their brands to reach out to their communities? What is the one thing or thing that you could share? I think it would just be resilience, um, you know, just staying in it every day and thinking, you know, today, what can I do today to help our franchisees make money and get people, our food in people's mouths? Um, so the healthcare program does that. And that That's not only, you know, a great way to pay it forward. It feels really good. It's keeping the shop busy. It's keeping people employed. It's also a great marketing piece, right? We're getting a lot of food to people who may never have tried our food before. Uh, the response we're getting from these healthcare workers, we're getting pictures sent in and um, all kinds of things. So I think, yeah, having resilience and pushing forward every day of not just living in today, what can I do right now, but what are we going to do tomorrow um, and the next day and the next day to stay ahead of this? That's right. That's right. Well, I appreciate that. And, and one thing that um, uh, someone shared with us on a previous broadcast was that, um, they, it was the Entrepreneur Magazine editor, and he, he has a broad view of a lot of companies. And he shared something I thought, I just love saying it over and over, but he said, look, you were valuable before all this. Mm-hmm. You have value. You have to change yeah. it, but it's still the same value. And that's what you guys did, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you brought value to the healthcare workers, value to the community. You, people have a chance to give. It's, it's an opportunity for everyone in that mix, right? But that's, yeah. you, had the, you had the inner workings. You just had to change them a little. Yeah, just had to crank it up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jody. Thank, thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us. And uh, so, again, thanks to the, the audience for listening, uh, for joining us here on Franchise Marketing Radio. Thanks again, Jody. Is there any final uh, message that you wanted to share or any one last thing before we sign off? I don't know. We're all in this together. So I I really do think we're going to come out of this okay and probably be much stronger uh, because of it. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jody. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.